0: Oh, what's his name? Famous Dorito boy from the Super Bowl. I know he was in other stuff, but that Super Bowl commercial <laughs> blew me away. You mean Peter Dinklage? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Famous no. Dorito boy from the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> yes, Pe- Peter <laughs> Dinklage. That's like calling <laughs> Morgan Freeman Mountain Dew Blackman. Yes. The you black man and the hot Dorito, boy. What, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, hell congregation, it is time! It is time for a load. Give me a hallelujah congregation. A load of BS. That's right, a load of BS. The greatest show on the planet. Featuring the two, the two best damn men on the planet. And I'm talking about he, the B to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it is Blake Tanner. Now, Scotty
1: Moore, <laughs> the man with the intros. Are you yes. doing this without the knowledge that Billy Graham, a very famous If Evangelical Preacher died earlier this week. It's
0: called a tribute. (laughs) It's called an accidental tribute. Okay. Shut up. It's okay. It's fine. Damn it. (laughs) We just redo the intro, except it's a lot more calm now. We're just about like... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all... Fuck. Um, fuck. Only if ba- the
1: first intro is the cold open.
0: Yeah. <laughs> welcome back to a load of VS. I'm so fucking sorry, Billy we Graham's made some... family. Um, we made some... <laughs> well, <laughs> his
1: son is a complete shitbag, so don't ha- you don't have to be that sorry.
0: Is it bad that when he died, I I literally looked up if he was a problematic evangelical, evangelical person or not? I, I like, don't
1: think it is.
0: I was like, was he one of the bad ones? Or was he one of the cool ones? He won that, but he was apparently. F- like, okay. I'm not he saying he seemed my very are-
1: cool. I'm just not- because he didn't say anything uncool. Because well, everything uncool attributed to him was after he was old senile and couldn't do anything. I was just going to say,
0: he did have some views on feminism and homosexuality that I don't agree with. But. When the president of the United States, Barack Obama, still my president, (laughs) when he popped in was just like, very good man. And I believe that he did good in his time. I was like, fuck yeah, Obama said he's cool. I'm down with it. I don't give a shit. Obama can come out and say anything, dude. Obama can come out and be like, I've said many things about Kanye West, but his shit is fire. And I'll be like, fuck yeah, it is. (laughs) All Obama, you right, so it. right, though. Oh, Barry's got this shit on lock. Have y'all motherfuckers heard the new Justin Timberlake album? That shit is fire, yo. Fuck yeah, Obama, hell yeah. Love that new album. <laughs> JT got it. Fair enough, fair uh, enough. Fair, <laughs> fair enough. Then, then Trump comes out and he starts attacking... All of the things that Barry O has been proud of, he's just like, I've heard the JT album. It was all right. It was all right. That's what I'll say. It wasn't wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It's just right there in the middle. That's all it is. It's like, damn it, Trump. Come on. <sighs> Speaking of, have you looked? Have you seen the book Win Bigley? Like on the shelves. <clears throat> What's the name again? Win Bigley. It is. Is that a Trump book? Or... Okay. It is a book about Trump's run for president written by the yes. author. God
1: by the author it. of
0: Dilbert. So. Oh, no. This is all... what you were
1: talking about earlier this week. Yes!
0: Because fucking like. You expect the Dilbert dude to be chill. Just like, I just. I just watched my. I watch my birds and I draw cartoons for the normal man. No. Okay, I like, because it's basically teaching you about persuasion, which I'm fine with. I enjoy a good persuasive study.
1: Funnily enough, last week, another podcast um, called Trends Like These um, talked about Scott Adams and how he's a scary, like,
0: men's rights activist dude. Yeah. That's not, like, Well, cool. he, he advertises himself as, like, super far left, which is weird. Because, like, I, I don't know, because he's very pro-Trump in it. And, like, mm-hmm. you think in a book about persuasion, you would know, like, one of the first rules of persuasion is you're selling yourself before you sell your message. And so, therefore, don't be the guy who's just like, I'm a trained hypnotist. And as someone who is a very good persuader, I can tell you, Trump is a master persuader. I'm like, look, dude, you wrote Dilbert. I am not—your credentials do not warrant saying, like, I'm a very good master persuader. I'm like, you fucking wrote Dilbert! Yeah, If this would be different if Dilbert were good— Oh! Blake with him, Dilbert hot takes!
1: Yeah. Do you know what the best Dilbert th- related thing is? It's a little YouTube video. Just go into YouTube and type in Dilbert 3. Oh, Actually, no. don't, because it's a horrible, horrible thing made by, I guess you'd call it a fan? <laughs> I, I don't know if that is, because it involves Dilbert. Going to hell and shooting up his office. Was
0: there a Dilbert two electric boogaloo that was preceded by (laughs) Dilbert three? Man, I'm sorry. Like, and I, I wanna, I, because like, I want to finish the book. I don't want to be the guy who's just like, I don't agree with his views, so I'm gonna finish it. But as I'm reading it, I'm like, I understand where you're coming from, but a lot of how he persuaded people is not ethically correct, and you probably need to specify that. (laughs) He's like, no, no, it's excellent. That's
1: true. Like, you need to know, like, this is not good. This is not socially responsible shit. Like, a lot of the stuff that they teach today and that you should know is that you gotta be socially responsible to your fellow mankind. Yeah, that's what it is.
0: It's because, like, a lot of the stuff is he was just like, when he called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas, it was such a brilliant move. And I was like no was it and he, and he was like talking about the wall was fantastic because it simplified the idea and it got it in everyone's minds as something solid you could think about and i'm like yeah i agree but dude that's not how you need to do it in politics
1: it's called a cult of personality that is
0: yep.
1: that is Sorry. literally north
0: korea though yeah that is north korea exactly. level shit all right, now we need to probably move on from talking about Dilbert How's How your week been,
1: buddy? As I say, like I just flipped a knife out out of nowhere.
0: How was your week, Dilbert 3, coming soon? Have you, uh, have you
1: popped into Dilbert 3 yet? Because it's buck wild. I saw
0: you sent me the link, and I automatically thought about ending the stream right there. <laughs> <laughs> just being like, fuck it, no. You've shot that bullet at me, and I have to dodge it. And that's how I'm going to. Now, you
1: know, an inside joke that we have among my friend group is that every time we get together, and if we're just, like, popping up YouTube videos to see, BJ will, like, snipe in
0: on the uh, the Chromecast and play Dilbert 3. Oh, no! That's the worst! No, I've had, I don't want to say a sad, yeah, I had a sad boy week. I may have had I'm a sorry. slight mental breakdown over the weekend. And it it's alright, it's fine, no mm-hmm. big deal. Happened before. So we both had
1: very bad weeks.
0: Yeah. Well, here's my favorite. I don't know, because you've never seen me during a really bad mental breakdown, but I get to a point where... I've had them so many times now, I can find the hilariousness in them.
1: I haven't seen them, but I've felt them. Trust me.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, no, no. Like, it's gotten to a point where I can now be like oh man, as soon as I'm done being sad, this is gonna be funny as hell. For instance, when I was crying, and I knew you were coming over, so I had to play Bob Ross to calm myself down, and when you walked in, I was like, what's up, bro? Fucking happy trees, am I right? And you're like, come on, buddy, it's okay. And so I had a moment, I had two moments like that. The first, I can't remember what the other one, oh wait, yes, I do. Okay, the first one, I'll do them in reverse because the first one is funnier. But the second one is I had a moment where, like, I'm reading a book right now other than the deliberate book where it's all about, like, Life's all about, like, everything intermingles. So, like, you have to eat well, but in order to eat well, you have to sleep well. If you sleep well, you can work well, move well. Like, all of that, it all fits together. And I was like, that's really inspirational. So I've, like, gotten up. I start walking at the lake. I'm doing all that. I'm trying to eat a healthier diet until I got really sad one night. And then I just remember kind of passing out, and when I woke up, there was an empty plate of nine s'mores in front of me. And I don't know what happened, but I can infer uh, (laughs) that some s'mores did in fact disappear. I
1: understand that feeling. Yeah. The other night... As you hold a
0: near empty bottle of Maker's...
1: You bought this for me for Christmas and yeah. I said I was going to save it for a special occasion, but I just saved it for a night where I was playing video games with my friends. Yeah. And I thought that drinking it would make me funnier and like more ab- more like pleasant to be around. Yeah. And then I drank the- almost the whole bottle.
0: It's there it was the whole bottle. <laughs> Dude, I've done that before, don't worry, because I remember, I think I've talked about it on the show before, I tried to do a Psychonauts Let's Play, where every time I died, I drank a shot of Makers. Yeah. And I got to a point where the level got real difficult, and then I woke up in bed. (laughs) (laughs) So, what this has taught me is, if you remember, early on
1: in our BS career, we thought that we would watch a movie, and during a certain point, if something happens, we would take a shot. Yeah. And it happened a lot.
0: We may have problems. And I don't think that ever made it to air. It never made it to air because I think we lost half the audio and also I fell asleep in the middle of it. And then when I woke up, I just started telling you how much I love you because that's the kind of drunk I am. But no, no, no. Going back to my mental breakdown. I remember at one point because I will get to a point where I cannot move anymore. So I will just be frozen like catatonic and I can't speak. And I reached a moment where my body knew I need food, but I know I can't move or speak. And Emily was right next to me. And in what was the saddest and also quite possibly funniest moment of that entire weekend, I just pull out my phone and like an ape in a movie where they're teaching him sign language, I'm just like, and I point at my phone and she looks over and she just sees three simple words. Nashville hot chicken. <laughs> and so. Oh, Jesus. I forced her to go out as we were Because bo- like both of us had a bad weekend. As both of us were depressed, I was just like, get me Nashville hot. <laughs> and she's like, okay, we can go get you Nashville hot chicken. Have you ever had it? It's not good. It is the you worst. You know I've had it. No, 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 no. KFC is Nashville hot chicken, not actual Nashville hot chick. We did not oh, drive. four pieces of shit. What the fuck were you thinking? We didn't drive to fucking Nashville because I had an inkling for chicken. I know
1: where you can get Nashville Hot Chicken. It's very close to Nashville Hot Chicken. It's very good okay, in Birmingham.
0: Bra- break it down because I really want some... Na- because the KFC one is uh, nasty as fuck. I'll just say that right yep. now. It's called uh, Hattie
1: B's. There's a chain in Birmingham in the Lakeview District. Okay. Sean works there. Old
0: buddy. Yeah. I don't know why you're breaking it down like Morpheus. You're just like, All right, Scotty, you're going to enter Birmingham. Then you're going to turn left, then turn right on this street. Now stop! Look at the Hattie Beast. Border if you the take Ash-
1: the uh, If you take the hot choice...
0: <laughs> if you take the hot chicken!
1: If you take the hot chicken, then your world will be expanded.
0: If but you if take- you
1: take the mild chicken, and
0: you go back chicken.
1: home, you a piece of shit. <laughs>
0: you little piece of shit? How dare you? That's my thing it's... about hot chicken is the fact that, like, anyone with any inkling of a macho sensibility to themselves are instantly like, no, I can do it. I'll give a hot damn. I will fucking take care of it. I I wish that I could say
1: that I wasn't part of that, but I was. Oh,
0: yeah, dude. It's very tempting, no matter well, what,
1: to try to survive yeah. that. They have several different levels of hot chicken, yeah. and I wish I could remember what the- Oh, okay. So this is the levels um, that Hattie B sell, sells, and this is basically what you get in any Nashville hot chicken place. Mm-hmm. You get Southern, which is no heat, which is basically just saying, hey, you Southern Ooh. people are bitches.
0: Oh, fuck. What does Nashville think it is, though?
1: <laughs> oh, Everywhere, but yeah. So mild, you got a little bit of heat. Uh-huh. Medium, you're warming up. Hot, feel the heat. Damn hot. Ooh, this is the traditional Nashville hot level. Damn hot. Uh-huh. But there is then shut the cluck up. Burn okay. notice. Wait, is that
0: was that the description?
1: Burn yeah. notice hit USA television series
0: burn notice alright now Blake Yep, I'm not doing anything the weekend not this weekend not the next but the following one I'm not you just want to go to Nashville and get chicken that's it (laughs) it's just going and getting chicken
1: I don't know if that's when the show that I'm in is going up, but god damn, if I'm not busy, yes, (laughs) I love that shit.
0: You're just like, what brings you guys into Nashville today? Well, we got really sad a few weeks ago, and then wanted chicken. We could pass the Carvana. Have
1: you ever been to a real Carvana vending machine? Yeah, yeah, that's the giant vending machine you can get a car out of. Yes. Michael and I went to a great hot chicken restaurant. It wasn't, like, one of the top hot chicken restaurants in Nashville, but they had such a great cocktail menu. Yeah. I need to remember the name of that, which I will later, but we're going to go to that one.
0: Okay, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Now, here's the thing. I want to hack the Carvana, and I don't know if this is possible. Uh Uh-huh. I've never walked up, but do they have a dollar inserter, or is it only with a credit card? because i think well, if we No, get you have enough- to you have to you have to stick your dick in it because Carvana oh. fucks you. Well, yeah, obviously. No, no, i was going to say if there's like a dollar insert and you can just keep mm-hmm. inserting dollars, what if it becomes the best lottery of all time? You can walk up, put in 20 bucks and just <laughs> see how like you just keep going just and then, like see what It's kind a of nice car donation. It's a donation to see, like, oh, shit, we can keep going. And then it becomes, like, the weakest link where you're just Mm. like, oh, man, I don't know. We could probably try to keep saving up and try to get that better car, but someone may come along and try to take the car instead. Bank, I'm out. Taking the car now. We may have just come up with the best game, the best reality game show of all time.
1: You know what you need to do? You need to take a bunch of $1 bills. Mm Mm-hmm and on every one of the bills you need to write two zeros after the one (laughs) and I don't think thing will make a difference as somebody all you need is a thousand dollars and you can get a ten thousand dollar car
0: as someone who has worked at multiple arcades I can tell you this technique will definitely work like (laughs) yeah that's definitely a hundred that'll work um dude Speaking of reality. they put George Washington on the $100 bill. Yeah, this is weird. They changed it. Uh, speaking of we- or weird like reality shows, have you ever watched lookalikes? No. So, Blake, this is a reality television program where at the end of the first episode, there was a striptease starring Mr. Bean, uh, Colin Farrell, Let's see, who else? Ed Sheeran. Uh, Oh, shit. What was the other one? David Beckham. Oh, and President and Leader of the Free World, Barack Hussein Obama. (laughs) What was... Hey, could you skip to that last one? It was Barack Hussein Obama, the former President of the Free World. The 44th President of the United States. 44th President of the United States, Barack Hussein Obama, Leader of the Free World, yes. And he undressed before people. Yes, multiple people, in fact. The man who started this segment, Barack Hussein Obama, strip. Now... Did
1: he also talk about his accomplishments as president, in, including
0: the time that he got Osama <laughs> bin Laden? Wait, okay, well, firstly, hold on. Quick aside... I forgot about the fact that the first time I found out we got Osama Bin Laden was through John Cena at Extreme Rules a couple years back, and it blew my mind when I watched the clip again on YouTube. It's John Cena after a cage match, and he's just like, I'm proud to be your WWE champion, but I'm more proud to say that we have we have found and brought to a permanent end, Osama Bin Laden. And then John, like, holds the title high like he did it. And I was like, shit, John Cena killed Bin Laden. Well, John Cena, of course, is the Marine. He is the Marine. Um, no, 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 okay. Now, Blake, I feel like I've, I've deceived you. Because I need you to remember the name of the show oh, Look Alikes. It I is a know. show about a talent agency in Britain that employs nothing but lookalikes, and the show is buck fucking wild.
1: I do love that it's a British show.
0: I've only watched one episode, and so far, their Gordon Ramsay lookalike is amazing. He looks just like Gordon. My favorite, though, is they have one, and his character is he looks like David Brent from The Office, and the whole storyline surrounding him is the fact that he can't stop acting like David Brent, and it's my favorite thing on the planet. He's just walking around, he's just like... I worked in an office for a while, yeah. I actually work in an office right now. I told him I had to quit. I had to quit, I had to move on, I had to keep moving to another world, you know? That's just that's what I do. I, I like to act. And then he just like starts dancing around like Woo 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 <laughs> <laughs> And then I like, love what? the
1: cameo that David Brent, of course played by Ricky Gervais, did on the office the American office. Yeah. That one time, I wish he and I wish they had he and Michael Scott had interacted. I thought they did. I think that this was after. No, they did at one point. Yeah, God, they did. They met at a uh, at a conference, didn't they?
0: Uh huh. Because like the one was getting out of the elevators, the other one came out, and he was just like, oh, "Nice to meet you, Mike." He's like, I'm "Just so happy to meet another individual like me." Um, Oh,
1: that was fun. But
0: anyways, yeah, plot of the show apparently is this lookalike agency is running out of money. So the owner, who looks like David Beckham, is attempting to try to get money by selling celebrity, fake celebrity sperm. And uh, he also has, he has a, and this is all real, by the way. Like, parts of it are made up, clearly, like, badly done. But parts of it are true. For instance, the fact that he has a company called the Chippin' Doubles which is a strip routine with nothing but lookalikes and a lookalike of Obama from America flew over and he couldn't stop talking like Obama. He was just like, I really enjoy what you've done here. I'm not sure if this act is going to be good, but let's see. And I may join your team and then cut to the day. The Chiffon Chiffin doubles have to perform. They lose two people. And then fucking the guy walks back and he's just like, we need you. We need you here. And then of course Obama dances with them. And then he ends it and he's like, I wasn't sure if I wanted to join you. I didn't know if we could make it, but today I say, Yes, we can. And I was like, Fuck. But my favorite part about it is the fact that the comment or like the voiceover does not call yeah. them by their real names. So they'll just be like And then in a cafe downtown, David Brent and Gordon Ramsay are having dinner together. Let's go have a listen. And then, of course, David Beckham made sure to catch up with the leader of the free world, President Barack Obama. I'm like, man, you're trying, ain't you? You really tried. Have you ever seen the gif of after Barack
1: Obama had basically given the address that they had gotten bin Laden? Yeah. Except it was edited to show that he just kicked in a door after he gave the address.
0: <laughs> oh, no, Blake, that actually wasn't edited. All the versions you've seen in the past were edited out. Um, so what you're saying
1: was it was a fake video when he didn't kick in the yeah, door. Yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, man, but you know what we never edit out, Blake? How did we fill a whole segment with that? It, it It's something that just happens. If you let Barack off the leash... You don't let Barack off the leash. That's all I'll tell you. But, of course, we never edit out out our lovely plug for our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash BS is the only website where you can go to support these BS boys directly. And, of course, we do have perks over there for you. We, of course, have our official Discord that you guys would have access to. That way you guys can chat with us all you want. Uh, I will occasionally do, like discord exclusive like streams on twitch to where you can actually join in and play with us on twitch it's actually a lot of fun i think we're doing the forest this friday hopefully if people are available and then of course if you donate any amount you get shouted out every single week on the podcast like the patreon saint deborah moore like scott moore like Miss Jennyside, like Alvis Edgehart, like the first mate of the BS, Salty Frank of the Seven Seas, like all of your favorites. But of course, if you want to join them, ladies and gentlemen, you got to go over to patreon.com slash a load of BS. Now, Blake, we need to play a little bit of memento right now. Because I had a, I had a Friday. I had a real Friday. <laughs> Yeah. That was the same day that I finished that bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Well, so, okay. It started out fine and it was a very lovely date me and my girlfriend had where I bought like this cu- like this sweater where it's t- it's two sweaters sewn together essentially. So we are in our own little hug sweater. My favorite was like people walking by us and they're like, "Why you in a get along sweater?" And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know that's what this was called." But yes, get along yeah because you put it you put two kids in it so they get along and so we did that and we had a good night and then uh we went to somewhere and emily got me this really nice jacket and i was like i want to wear this so we went to a bar in our sweater and afterwards we decided to go to another area where we could just kind of bar crawl the night and i said okay i i really i like the sweater i love the sweater it's also hot as hell maybe can we just wear jackets and walk around she goes yeah sure and then we went into a really cool like bar the arcade wasn't that cool but the drinks were very good they had probably the best it was like a Moscow Mule except they used whiskey instead they used like all Birmingham based stuff and it was really good and they also had like this vodka creamsicle like icy that was really good and I've discovered I I think I've realized something Blake and it's a magical combination It's like a cheat code for when you want your night to go from good to bad. And it's when you drink the ingredients for a Long Island iced tea, but all in separate beverages. (laughs) Oh. Because the first bar we went to, I had something that had gin in it. Then I had a whiskey sour. Then I went to the other place that had whiskey. I had tequila somewhere along the way. I had vodka and I realized, oh, all I need now is rum. And so then me and Emily start walking up the street and we stop and we talk to these like two girls for like this very long time. And we don't I don't know why we stopped, but we did. And it was outside of a bar. And so I go, hold on, I'll be right back. And so I went into the bar. I got they also had candy. So I got Emily some gummy bears. I got me M&Ms, and then I got a rum and coke which completed the fifth it broke the fifth seal of Satan and the night got bad at that point um and so we go out we finish drinking we went to another bar that was across the street but it was too loud so we had to leave we started going back and forth to this gas station where I think I remember screaming about wanting a fidget spinner and Emily bought me one and it was the wrong color and I got upset because I'm a big baby when I'm drunk (laughs) You I was just like no bitch. it's green and then I remember like a, a petulant not a petulant child a very apologetic child on the way home we stopped at a gas station and I just walked up to her spinning the fidget spinner and I was just like I'm sorry I love it it's my favorite <laughs> <laughs> and so now I own multiple fidget spinners because of that situation I will say there is somebody who
1: has a 1,000% profit on their fidget spinners because someone actually
0: bought one in 2018. (laughs) I bought two fidget spinners in 2018. Can we just address that? I bought one at the Ring of Honor show, and then I got one during this drunken unfortunate adventure. And so um, then we start walking back, and this is the point of the night where I don't remember anything. But, I woke up, and I just had these, like, small... Like, it's not even a scratch. It's like something punctured my skin and then left it all over my hand. I also have a tattoo that says Sex Panther. Not a real one, a temporary one, but it was confusing as well. It was a hint of look- tattoo. It stayed there for a while. You were really scared. <laughs> and, and then I looked over at Emily, and the, the next morning... And it was a bad night for both of us, so we were both upset. And it was right before my full panic attack. And I said, Did I grab a thorn bush last night? And she goes, Yeah. You said something, started to run away from me. You ended up right beside the car, were waiting on me, and I just saw you staring at this bush. And all I could think was, oh, God, he's going to vom now. He's really about to take it to this bush. But instead, you just started shaking and reached forward and angrily tried to rip it out of the ground. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So, Blake, I need us to go back in time real quick because I don't. Why? What about the thorn bush? Because I'm not an angry drunk, I'm a very happy, joyous drunk, unless something makes me, like, upset, and then I just get sad. I don't get aggressive to the point of me being like, this fucking bush is going down. You were trying to pick a pretty
1: flower for your sweetheart. But when you tried- I'm not gonna
0: lie, that was what just came to mind. I was like, maybe there was, like, a rose or something that I was trying to get for Emily- but even then, I'm like, I went ham on that fucking rose well, bush. Then you
1: tried, and then you got pricked the first time, and then now, you got mad.
0: <laughs> and I wanted to show that bush he was a boss.
1: Exactly. And I started
0: punching it.
1: Well, no, no, no you no. didn't punch it because you wouldn't have as many uh, as many insertion holes.
0: I started choking it like Homer Simpson choking Bart. I was like, "Why are you little?" And then I just started getting at it. There you go. Uh, no, because I, I do remember it. I don't remember grabbing it multiple times. I remember grabbing it and not being upset at the fact that it was pricking me. I just remember grabbing it and then ripping. And then Emily going straight mom mode and being like, no, drop that right now. And I was like, okay. You stop. You stop right now. Also, apparently, while running, pulled something in my ankle. And I almost, she almost took me to the hospital. She was just like, "Are you alright?" I'm like, "I think my ankle's broken." And she's like, Did "You need to go to the hospital." And I was like, "Nope. I don't." But then the next day I woke up and it still hurt, and that's yeah. the point that I was like, "Oh no. Well, I hope I didn't actually break my ankle."
1: Yeah. I had a I had a pretty bad ankle injury about a year ago, and I didn't break it, but I was also yeah. like I could not walk for 3 days without the assistance of like an ankle boot. That's oh, that's a different yeah.
0: story. Um, sp- speaking of stories, so what's your what's your Friday then? Because that's what I was doing. And I remember texting you, I'm having a whiskey sour for you because you love whiskey sours. And you said, cool, I'm going to have a whiskey for you and then a whiskey. And I did.
1: And, <laughs> Scotty, you remember you bought me this wonderful bottle of whiskey for Christmas, and mm-hmm. when I got it, I promised myself this Makers 46, I'm going to make it last. I'm going to use it for special occasions. Yeah, yeah. It was full that night, (laughs) that Friday. It's gone now. It is gone now.
0: Well, did you get a A good three-quarters of
1: it was finished in that one night, that Friday, because me and a bunch of friends, we were playing PUBG together. Mm Mm-hmm. And I thought, now, oh, what better way to play this super competitive game than just getting really drunk?
0: Well, here's my question. You said you were saving it for, like, special events. Did you get that chicken dinner? And that's what went down. You got the chicken dinner, and you were like, let's go, chug. We did that one time. <laughs> well, f- this is the thing. No. The best part was your face, because your face was like, I just, it was a Da Vinci Code-esque oh. unlocking of life. So,
1: wait, wait, did I you did. see the arithmetic fly past my head? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we got it that night, except um, as we dropped, all of, all of my teammates, save for one, including me, were killed. Yeah. And this whole game that was a four-person team-up. Like, where everyone was in groups of four, only one guy survived the first five minutes. And then BJ, one of my oldest buds, he went through and he carried that whole game for us. And he won the damn game by himself. He did it! (laughs) He's a champion! But, like, in the ensuing 30 minutes of waiting, I drank a lot of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, so that's what it was. You were dead and you just had free time. And you were just like, let me just whiskey up. So, like, I think we're both discovering our different... We both drink when we're around people. You drink when you're bored and have nothing to do. No, in all... This is the dead ass truth of why I kept drinking. And this is not me trying to be sweet. This is me being like... Drunk me was having a good time and didn't want it to end. I kept drinking because I wanted her to keep drinking That way, the night would have to continue because, logically, neither of us could get in a car. And I think, Um. like, at a point, she was like, okay, we have to go. And that's the moment I was like, no. But the night has to continue.
1: There is a certain um, psychological thing where, like, if you keep thinking that, like, oh, if I do keep doing this, then the night won't stop, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that is wrong.
0: It will. Mm. Well, because like, well, no, because it's proven even when I we started going back to Oxford because we were in Birmingham at the time that I I just didn't want the night to end because I remember we were getting close to Oxford and even though I had been drunk crying, my ankle was broken, my hand was bleeding because I grabbed a thorn book. I was still like, I want to go to Walmart. And she's like, what, the, what do we need at Walmart? She's like, I was like, nothing. I just want to go to Walmart with you. And she's like, we're just going to go home. And I'm like, okay. I think I told her that we needed to go home as well. Because I was like, I probably shouldn't go into a Walmart in this state. Yeah. So yeah, that was my Friday of just like, Trying to make the best night ever, and then making it a bad night, which was not ideal. And then a bad weekend, and then a bad mo-week. Mo-week? I was gonna say month, but I'm like, it's been a week. I cannot predict that. Just because I've shaved, I've had the panic attack and shaved this fucking Jeff Foxworthy mustache into myself. Uh, uh,
1: That's another subject entirely.
0: If I make the right face, I do look like Ron Swanson's, like, estranged brother. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: the really, the actual redneck Ron Swanson.
0: (laughs) Redneck Ron Swanson. That's my wrestling name, actually. So what you're saying, Scotty,
1: is that we both love each other and we want each other to change.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Blake, there's a reason I brought you here today. (laughs) I was about to say the same to you. Wait, what? Wait, oh my god, what? Oh no. So wait, is this it?
1: I think this is it. Are we
0: done? Hold on, here's a problem. Mm -hmm. We may have a book series, and it is a series, because the sequel is coming soon. And by soon, I mean probably later this year. Wherein we drink... (laughs) talk about the fact that our books have us drinking a lot, constantly. (laughs) But as we're having this discussion... (laughs) (laughs) As we're having this discussion about we don't need to drink anymore, blankets ruining our lives, two soul pops in and just goes, raise a glass to freedom, something they can never take away no matter what they tell you. Now, like, hold on. You fuck. do that in a Scottish
1: accent. Do you not know that these are lyrics from Hamilton, my son? Oh, wait, really? Yes. Which song? Raise a glass to freedom, something okay. they can never take away. No Is matter it one what of the... they tell you, let's have another round tonight.
0: Is it one of the less club banger ones? Because I only listen to exclusively the club banger. I will
1: club bang your fucking head, <laughs> in if you don't listen to the whole goddamn soundtrack tonight,
0: there are songs I still don't know from Hamilton. I'm gonna be, on, <sighs> and they'll come on. No, no, and I'll listen to like Hamilton, and then it will automatically connect me to another song from Hamilton. And I'll be like, oh shit, what is this? Oh, this is also Hamilton. Fuck yeah, Hamilton. You've <laughs> the got problem me is so incensed to con- the
1: point where I decided, oh, I'm done drinking wine tonight.
0: But no. <laughs> but no, this fucker's making me drink wine again. Have you
1: ever considered the fact that the reason we drink is because we spend time together?
0: One. Okay, hold on. Now Gaster 2 Soul crank it out. You just said 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, number 10. Paces fire. Hell yes. I can't
1: fucking believe you right now.
0: I can't believe you've done I this. I can't believe you. Thank S- you for the fall, Mr. Gaster 2 Soul, as well. Uh, oh, There thanks, will ma'am. be more. Ha- now we have to just. The rest of the show is going to become Hamilton. We were going to do this fun, like intervention thing but no now it's just nothing but like yep. I'm taking this horse for the race making red coats during the blessed days laughing I will say
1: that I finally decided that once all the booze that I have available to me is gone yeah I'm gonna be done for a while <laughs> because like I just don't feel like buying anymore right now
0: I don't feel like buying anymore, and I don't feel like dealing with waking up the next day and just wanting to kill myself. (laughs) Just like, all right, I made a mistake last night. See? That's why I'm, like, all I've got left is this little bit of monkey shoulder. And part of me is at the point where I'm like, I might as well just dump it, dude. Like, because, like, the longer you keep scotch without, like, the less scotch you have, the quicker it goes bad. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, damn it. I will say
1: that I really am, like, I don't have much of this bottle of wine left, mm-hmm. and it's going to go bad in a couple of weeks anyway, so, like, whenever we're done tonight, I'm dump the rest of wine. out.
0: A $30 bottle of wine.
1: This is not the $30 bottle. I'm saving the $30
0: bottle. Thank you very much. Well, of course, you got to appreciate the $30 bottle of wine. you got to decant yeah, it. Make sure you get the aeration. Get out all this sediment. Do people decant wine? Yeah, dude, that's a real thing. Did you not know
1: that? I knew that they decanted things like uh, spirits, but never wine. Really? I
0: wouldn't even decant. I would decant wine before I would decant a spirit. People just ca- oh, don't
1: do shit to it. I- whiskey is the one of the best spirits to, to decant.
0: I, think, it I don't aerates know if i so well. Okay, Blake, I feel like we've lost the plots a little bit on the, on the intervention concept. Because after five minutes, I'm just like, we don't need to drink anymore. If it, were, it would immediately... <laughs> oh, meanwhile, the chat's going crazy with Hamilton. I want to be in the room where it happens, the room where it happens, hi. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think, if you uh, didn't think that the room where it happens was a huge orgy, then you are so sorely mistaken. That is what it is. That is Congress. Uh,
0: Oh, dude, one of my first streams I did on Twitch, I played Minecraft, and I realized how quickly that's going to get tedious if you don't have a bunch of people playing it. And I just started putting down blocks to a beat, and I started singing Hamilton to it. <laughs> so it was like, dirt you goes know. down. How does a bastard, orphan, son of oh, a whore, and a, a scotsman... And by the end of it, I had built a lovely home.
1: <laughs> oh, that's lovely. I love like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Once the booze in our house is gone, it's gone for a while.
0: Yes, I agree. How about this? Mm-hmm. We've already got our our Christmas holiday. We have Justin Long Day. Do we need our own lint? The BS lint. BSL. BS. Yes, yeah. I'm on BSL right now, baby. I'm on BS lint. So from two twenty three. From two twenty-three. Now also, Blake, can I make another proposition? You yeah. know Lint's like forty days? Yeah. BSL, sixty-nine days.
1: Oh my boy. Can you count that out really quick? Cause I don't wanna do that. I
0: don't wanna do that math. No, the BSL. The BS okay, hold on. Alright, I'm so since I know this is gonna be bad by the end of it, I'm going to take my last with the audience, my last glass of scotch, and then it's over. We're on BSL. We're on BSL for 69 days. Hey, son, you got 10 minutes. You better hurry.
1: Oh, shit.
0: All right. And there we are, mon ami. Wait, wait. Anyways, back well, to Well, I ham- guess I'll finish off as
1: much of this wine bottle as I can. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. This is really gonna make wine. the bar crawl I'm going to in a, like a few weeks kind of shitty, but okay. Alright, you spent a lot of money to come here. Here's your yep. free shot.
1: I yeah, will say. Can I
0: have this non alcoholic?
1: This is basically going to be like the way
0: you lived your entire life up until two years ago. Actually, no, no, no. I drank in high school. I drank in high school oh. as well. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Most of your life. Most of my life. I didn't drink, and then I had scotch, and I got happy. Um, Oh, shit. What was I? Do we have anything else to talk about? Also, by the way, Netflix is just a buck wild. Um, I know we already talked about lookalikes, but we watched Mm -hmm. Coach Snoop the other day, and I thought that was going to be like a funny reality show. No, it's really emotional and kind of the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I love if that. you want to see Snoop Dogg swearing at middle schoolers about doing football better, watch Coach Snoop. He's just like, Bear wet, Harris, get on the motherfucking field. Yo, dog, come here, get the fucking ball. Get his ass. Get his ass. And I'm like, this is all I need for the rest of my life is Snoop Dogg yelling at children.
1: I love that. Although, I am a little bit concerned if we have not covered enough time in this segment to fill up our normal 20-minute segment time. I'm, I think we've gone over. I literally think we've gone over. I do, too, by a good bit. So,
0: that means, Blake Tanner, it's not time to talk about... Marie that means a of- Blake
1: is going to the bathroom while B, or Scotty talks about
0: com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. com is the website where you can get your official BS merchandise. So we got shirts for the Fight Boys, got shirts for Opposite Attractions, and shirts for the BS. I'm actually wearing a Scotch-O-Man shirt right now. Uh, I don't even know if that's on the website anymore. But yeah, we got shirts over there for you. We got posters. We've got um, things you can—water bottles. That's what they're called. All of those amazing things available over at merch.alotapurebs.com. And I make a new shirt every single month. We got a new one out. I titled it Cool Anime Bullshit just because I drew me and Blake as anime boys. And I really enjoy it. So, yeah. com. So, Blake Tanner, welcome back. After your lengthy piss, which means it's now time for the best segment of all time, which is the BS Buckwild Movie Tournament. We're still in the we're still in the opening sixteen. We have yet to get into the semifinals and all of that, but of course this is the tournament where me and Blake are pitting movies against one another to discover which one is the most fucking ridiculous and buck wild, and see which one will go on to be the most buck wild movie of all time. Yep, I would now like Blake, to say, yeah,
1: before we begin, that I think this movie could be a real contender if I hadn't thought about bringing it to the floor an hour and a half ago.
0: Yeah, now I will say, you've probably done as much research as I have on uh, mine. I have um, actually
1: seen this movie before.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, hold on, because you you went first last time. You brought that bad lieutenant action last time. Yeah,
1: you go first.
0: yeah, the movie I'm bringing to the table today—it's got everything. Forrest Gump or Bruce Almighty for most buck-a-wild movie of all time. Now, to be fair, those are actually two pretty good ones.
1: So, so okay, hold on. In in honor of Tusol, should next week we do both of those movies?
0: Dibs on uh, Forrest Gump.
1: I'll take Bruce Almighty. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> I'll take it fine. This was an official next week. Forest Cup versus Bruce Almighty. BS versus. Now, Blake, my movie is a movie that's got really. You wouldn't think it to be Buck Wild because it's got everything that you need for like a really good, like a meaty Oscar nominee. It's a movie with corporate espionage. It's got sexual seduction. Oh it's, no! I think I know what movie you're talking about. It's got, it's got friendships torn apart, put back together. And more importantly, it teaches the greatest lesson of all time, which is in fact that I'm a dude. He's a dude. dude. She's a dude. Because we're all dudes. Yeah, I'm a dude. Because I am bringing to the table good burger, baby. Fuck you. I want to put a preemptive little, this is just a Buckwild extra fact about Good Burger. This is the only movie I have had sexual intercourse to. So, you were what sort of, stop? Were you, about to, were you about to say spoiler alert?
1: No, I was about to say stop. Fucking stop. You can't preface this with that because it doesn't make the movie any more buckwild, but it does because of the context you're putting it in. Ha! <laughs>
0: This whole time, just think of a Scotty boning down while Kel Mitchell is just like, "Would you welcome to Good Burger, homo? The Good Burger. Can I take your order?"
1: Fuck yes, you can, Ed. Okay, so we're so, talking about, of course, a movie that was spawned by a skit on basically what was Saturday Night Live for children.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking Gaster. Gaster just said you got Ed sauce all over that night. <laughs> <laughs> so. Okay, so uh, I'm not. I'm, uh, fuck it. I know they have other names. They're called Dexter and Ed. We all know it's Keenan and Kel. So uh, Keenan crashes his mom's car into a teacher's car. And instead of going to jail, the teacher's like, yo, dog, just pay for it. It's a thou- It's $2,000, basically. And I'm like, that's probably not that bad, actually. And so. Not for uh, a fucking car, man. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Like, now that we're grown ups, so I'm like, that's not that much money. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dexter has to get a job, and he tries to get a job at Mondo Burger, which is essentially your McDonald's of the situation. Right. And so instead, he goes across the street to Good Burger, which is essentially if, if the mental hospital from one flew over the cuckoo's nest start had a grill. That's basically what it is.
1: So you mean Burger King?
0: So Burger King, yes. No, <laughs> I
1: love Burger King. By the way, don't. I really don't take do that. love
0: Burger King, but yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Good Burger would probably one day be like, "What if we took mac and cheese and fried it in Cheeto dust?"
1: <laughs> and you know what? I would fucking buy it once.
0: Yeah, it, oh, I've bought it multiple times.
1: Oh, buddy.
0: Um, yeah, and so, it, and it, it turns out, by the way, epic twist in the story, Ed is the one that caused Dexter Keenan to crash his car. Big twist. And so Ed is Kel, right? Ed is Kel, yes. Okay. And so, it turns out that since Mondo Burger, since it's so big and awesome and McDonald's-y, Good Burger is about to get taken out until Ed just jizzes out some secret sauce. He's just... Not actually, but he's just like, (laughs) What's up, man? I'm an idiot for most of this story, but I am a culinary genius because I dumped some shit together.
1: As much as I want to keep continuity, you... Have to refer to them as Keenan or Kel.
0: <laughs> okay, so it turns out that Kel is an idiot, but he's still like, I can make a great sauce. And so then Keenan finds out that Kel was the reason that he got the car accident, and that apparently now the damage has went from two thousand to twenty five hundred. Keenan is now like, Yo, all of the payments that you get for your secret sauce comes to me. Eighty percent of all your profits. So now that's some dark shit. Eighty percent. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. And so now the owner of, <laughs> and so now the owner of Mondo Burger wants the sauce, and he sends over fucking Carmen Electra of all p- like. Firstly, hell yes, sends over Carmen Electra to ser- try to seduce the sauce recipe away. Carmen Electra? Yes, it was Carmen of fucking Electra. In this children's movie! And she was very hot then as well. Yes. And so, uh, at the end of their date, their pseudo-date, she gets apparently injured by uh, Kel. I don't think in a domestic abuse situation, but something happens. And then... uh, Well,
1: Kel's character is basically a functional, like, idiot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, later on, apparently... Like Keenan and Keller pimping around and they see a Mondo Burger and there's a dog that won't eat it. But they will eat the good burger. Which means they're like oh there's something fucked up with the burger. And so they go into the kitchen and they discover that they're injecting the burgers with an illegal like steroid. And so now they're like oh shit there's fucking steroids in our the burgers. I you thought you were going to gonna say they were injecting
1: the burgers with dog. <laughs> with dog?
0: And so then the owner of Mondo Burger is like, yo, you can't deal with this. So what would you, in a situation like this, in a movie, in a children's movie, you'd think like, oh, I'm gonna kill you, you found out, or I'm gonna destroy you, or whatever. No, in this movie, they commit them to a fucking mental asylum. Holy shit. They throw Keaton and Kel in a mental asylum. And it so, has been a
1: long time since I've seen this movie.
0: Yeah, and so, in addition to that, since they're like, oh, the problem is the sauce, the Mondo Burger dudes break into Good Burger, and they fucking poison the sauce with shark poison. They are trying to murder people now. and with one of the- sh- Did you say shark poison? Yes, specifically, shark poison. So, if a shark eats this burger, they're fucked up. And so, now, Otis, who's apparently the old dude who works there, uh, confronts them, and he's immediately sent to the mental asylum as well. And so, now, uh, now these three men have to break out of a mental asylum, which, by the way, harder than you think. If you read some shit, it gets dark in there. And so... They go back to Good Burger and finally stop someone from... I, I I can only assume. It's been a while since I watched it, and I was distracted last time I watched it. Somebody j- like, is about to eat the burger, and then Kel jumps out and is like, no! And knocks it out of their hand. And okay. then they go into Mondo Burger and try to, like... They basically do corporate espionage as they're trying to expose the burgers. And so then Ed takes a can of the poison... Or not the poison, like the steroid. But he accidentally puts it in the meat grinder. Oh, Kel. Oh. You silly fucking bitch. And so then, he apparently takes all of the steroids and shoves it in the grinder. Because fuck it, right? This dude is an idiot savant at this point. And now the owner of Mondo Burger has captured Keenan, but then Kel arrives, but he only has an empty can. And then the owner's like, you dumb piece of carb asshole bitch. This was actual lines from the film. And he's just like... And then Kel looks at him and is just like, well, it wasn't empty when I found it. And then all of the burgers start fucking exploding everywhere burgers as far as the eye can see so much that they made a spin off it was in fact called cloudy with a chance of meatballs and so now in the aftermath the owner of Mondo Burger its yes uh, Gaster is correct it's better than the current Alvin and the Chipmunks damn Gaster's on point with these shitty movies though Um, Mondo Burger gets destroyed Uh, a giant fake burger destroys a new wait hold on By the way, the guy at the beginning of the movie who just accidentally got into a car accident, his car was also destroyed by a giant burger at the end, meaning that, hey, it doesn't matter what you do, you're going to be fucked over no matter what. Yep. And then Keenan and Kel look at each other, and Keenan rips up his contract and says, no, you get to keep all of your sauce profits. And then they walk back to Good Burger, where they're both praised for saving the restaurant also, if I remember correctly, I think there is a giant burger that they drive around. Yeah, yeah, there's a giant burger that they drive around to deliver things. Yeah, it's with. their Burger Mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Giant Burger Mobile reminded me of another movie with a giant burger that you can drive around in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, and I I'm contemplating using that in a future uh, battle. Okay. Oh, man, there's a lot I can get into here. Blake! I will end my pitch with one simple phrase. Okay. This movie contains Shaquille O'Neal. Top it. Go. (laughs) Uh, I mean... You scroll down, turns out yours also has Shaq, then we discover Shaq is in every movie ever.
1: Hey, do you want a movie that contains none other than Charlie fucking Sheen as the main character?
0: Oh, damn. Because you already pitched it, and what's worse is when you pitched it to me earlier, you basically said it like an apology. You were like, I'm sorry because you're going to lose this week. I didn't, I I was actually really,
1: really sad about my chances, especially when you pulled out Good Burger, but I am pitching the movie Food Fight.
0: Okay. Now, Food <laughs> Fight. Wait, wait, in the co- Gaster is just like, I know it, saw it, I know, I'm sorry, we've all seen the Jon-Tron, it's okay, I want Blake's, br- I want the Blake down. So...
1: Food fight is an American computer animated adventure comedy as proclaimed by Wikipedia, but that doesn't really do it justice in the fact that this is probably some of the worst computer animation I've ever seen.
0: It's pretty rough. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen clips.
1: Um, this is stuff that even at the time people look at it and it's like, Oh, this ain't great. Is it? Yeah. This film, has an all-fucking-star cast. Charlie Sheen, Wayne Brady, Hillary Duff, Eva Longoria, Larry Miller, and Christopher Lloyd.
0: Now, can I just... I need a question. Was mm-hmm. this during Lizzie McGuire? Like, that Hillary Duff? Or sad Hillary Duff? When she realized that, like, oh, I probably don't want to do this anymore, guys, actually.
1: Oh, this was released in 2013.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem.
1: (laughs) So anyway, I want you to imagine, smash cut, the entrance to a convenience store at night as the store is closing (laughs) down.
0: I need you to do this in the voice of the guy from the Twilight Zone.
1: Imagine, if you will, a uh, (laughs) convenience store (gasps) called uh, Market Atropolis, the supermarket, And it is closing time. The supermarket then transforms into a magical, mystical city.
0: Yeah, it does become a fucking city, which is buck wild. Yeah, so basically what happens is... You think that... Gaster just goes, I thought it was from the 90s, holy shit.
1: Oh, shit. What
0: happens is... So
1: you think in terms of Toy Story, right? Like, oh, all the stuff comes alive in the supermarket. And the supermarket stays the same. No, it fucking doesn't.
0: Yeah, it goes straight Shark tail, if I remember correctly, and it becomes a giant city. Yeah,
1: it turns into a fucking city. It transforms, it transmogrifies. Right. All the citizens are brand icons. So, like, Charlie the Tuna Fish? Or the Vlasic Pickle, like, um, bird guy? He's there.
0: Oh the Pelican, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Classic.
1: The Twinkie Dude, Twinkie the Kid, he's there. Yeah. But anyway, these icons
0: mm-hmm. are also
1: known as ikes. Which is a horrible racial epithet, if you really think about it.
0: It's pretty rough, yeah.
1: Um So these icons. But we focus on the mascot Dex Dog Tech.
0: So, in this world of, I'll call them legends, fuck it, of like Mr. Clean and fucking like everyone else, who do you focus on but Dex, the dog detective?
1: Dex, dog detective, who is very much a dog. I mean, imagine Sam from Sam and Max.
0: Yeah, and that's it.
1: I mean, that is basically it. But Dex, dog detective. He's getting ready to propose to his girlfriend, Sunshine Goodness, who is a raisin mascot. Who, if you look at the raisin box, Sunshine Goodness is just a very attractive, blonde-headed woman.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of dog-fucking in here.
1: No! In the supermarket version, she is apparently a cat lady who has cat ears.
0: Oh, there is a fetish. That developed with this movie, right here a in the like cat A lot like Lola ears. Bunny in Space Jam. Da, da. Yeah.
1: Um. So this raisin mascot with cat ears—that is a cat lady marrying a dog, or wanting to marry a dog, mm-hmm. because you know what? Before Dex, Detective, gets to propose to Sunshine Goodness, she goes missing. Dun dun dun. And then I'm you sorry. see.
0: I'm sorry for how off pitch that done when
1: You Afterwards, you see the craziest smash cut to six months later. Yeah. This is Dex Dog Detective, who has apparently saved the Marketropolis before. Yeah, six months later, he still has sh- not found his missing girlfriend. He's the
0: shittiest detective in the world. Yeah. Hello, sirs.
1: So afterwards 6 months later a dude approaches and this is back in the regular marketplace where Christopher Lloyd comes in and he mm-hmm. plays the craziest like this person should not be moving character but anyway he's a, basically
0: uh, if there was an evil Doc Brown who also had like some sort of skeletal disease
1: yes his name is Mr Clipboard And he arrives at the market.
0: No, I'm going to need you to go back. Did you just say this motherfucker's name was Mr. Clipboard?
1: That is his name.
0: Oh, man, I need to go back to the fucking Good page to parry for that, because holy (laughs) shit, that's a good one.
1: Mr. Clipboard arrives here, and he geriatrically struts around and pushes this new brand, Brand X, which is a generic brand. It is basically the Walmart brand. Of foods. Yeah. And all of the shit in the land of Marketropolis is slowly replaced by Brand X. But not only that, it arrives a new Ike. Lady (gasps) X.
0: Lady X.
1: Who is played by Eva Longoria and is created in this world as one of the most, like, sexually weird characters you've ever seen, because it's like, oh, if this was a real person, they'd be really attractive. But, in this sense, they're very scary.
0: Lola fucking bunny. I'm sorry, I'm just... There's a lot of fetishes that can come out of this.
1: Even more so because she's a fictitious human person.
0: That makes it worse, dude.
1: Yep. Um, so, she comes in, and she causes a commotion. By the way, at Dex's club... So Dex Detective has gone to being the greatest detective that the world has known into owning a dance club, and they have a really weird, seductive dance scene at that point between Miss X and Dex Dog Detective.
0: Is it like fucking Pulp Fiction where they're just like doing the twist?
1: It's kind of close, but it's very scary, sexual. Oh, no. So, anyway... This is a children's movie. Yes, it was made for children. This was the point where it's like, oh, the kids have stopped watching. This is for the single dads.
0: Yeah, can I just say, I love the fact that a majority of the films in this fucking thing are all for kids. Kids' movies are fucked up.
1: Yeah, my dude. So, anyway, Brand X starts to replace all the other products. And I don't know if you know this, but in the world of Food Fight, if... Your product is replaced. The Ike, the Icon fucking dies.
0: No, that's, I feel like that's cruel.
1: They disappear. They are lost from existence. No, I dislike taxes. I am not into (laughs) guys.
0: I feel like, yeah, but here's the thing. Like, the memory of the Ike is still, because, like, Mac tonight, we still remember Mac tonight. Even though he ain't around no more, we still remember Uncle McRib. For everybody,
1: <laughs> exactly. So anyway, several Ikes have died, and it shows them in gruesome detail, being covered in sheets in the streets. And at this point, Dex and his friend Daredevil Dan, the effeminate chocolate squirrel. I was
0: gonna say that's the poop squirrel, isn't it? Yeah, that's so the poop rat. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Gaster, the poop, the poop rat.
1: Fuck you. The poop rat disappears, and Dex has to investigate. Yeah. So he rebuffs all of Lady X's.
0: Hmm. He loses his, like, fiancé, and he's like, ah, fuck it, I can't find her, I'm gonna open a dance club. (laughs) But his shit rat leaves, and he's like, all right, we gotta get this shit rat now.
1: Exactly.
0: So at this point, he stops
1: Mm -hmm. all the advances from Lady X, and he is focused on finding out what was happening. But you know what? He finds out that Lady X is a sponsor for Brand X by the way, if you what? didn't know bullshit what how Dex is locked in a dryer with Dan,
0: and oh, the intention no.
1: was to melt both of them into dust and liquid and goo what
0: was what was Dex the sponsor for?
1: I don't remember.
0: I was thinking to say because, like, I don't think it was something meltable, but God, getting sh- melted shit all over you from the shit rat. Yeah. So anyway,
1: they they escape, mm-hmm. but they find out that Brand X contains addictive secret ingredients. Dex Kel's,
0: Kel's secret
1: sauce. Dex Kel's very secret sauce. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. So they both attempt to, like, get in on Brand X and yeah. find out what the secret is, but Brand X, they cut power to the supermarket, and then the Marketropolis has to fight the armies of Brand X in a massive, in a massive, I I bet you're wondering, this is going to be a huge Lord of the Rings level, like, battle, right?
0: What no. forever!
1: It's a food fight.
0: No! What?
1: So they throw food at each other for a long time. The citizens win, though, because they use the supermarkets, electricity, and lightning rods to protect their buildings while the other buildings are destroyed, I guess? This, this starts to play out like a really shitty like iOS game.
0: Oh yeah, this is a tower defense game essentially. Yeah, dude, you've combined my two previous movies together because oh, now shit. they're using lightning rods like Sorcerer's Apprentice. But everything up to this was very good Burger-esque. Brand X is fucking Mondo Burger. Ex-
1: oh, by the way, Dex does rescue Sunshine, who at this point is like an afterthought.
0: Yeah, I had who a has feeling. been
1: she has been held hostage by Brand X for months. While Brand X has murdered every other Ike that has got in their way.
0: Uh, I think I think we're giving Gaster like PTSD, cause he just, just went fuck fucking shit! Fuck <laughs> Right?
1: <laughs> Holy shit. So he rescues her and uh-huh. it's nice. But Mr. Clipboard enters the world of the icons! As a robot, as a mecha suit. Oh, and then man. we go full anime because Lady X, who is the bad guy. Oh, man. She controls this mecha suit and she attacks Dex and Sunshine.
0: Man, fuck you.
1: But fuck then you. I really they.
0: Liked, I liked Good Burger, <laughs> I thought Good Burger was a good kid. Then you brought out the fucking mech suit.
1: But then, of course, Dex and Sunshine win. Oh, yeah. And no, they turn her back into her original blow up doll, very attractive form. If you like bulgy 3D attractive women.
0: If you got that fetish, there you go. Yep. <laughs> I saw the shit and dealt with everything. I don't want to deal with that.
1: So after We're that. We're
0: so sorry, Gaster.
1: I am too, but you may have to vote on the more Buckwild movie tonight. Yeah. But then it's like, oh, it's all right. They defeat Lady X, and you know what? Now that Brand X is defeated, hey, we found a cure that just so happens to revive everybody that was dead.
0: I don't wait. Do they explain what the cure is, or is it? Because I'm kind of curious. Ah,
1: <laughs> we'll curious. get into
0: that later, maybe. Oh, oh, oh! So now you're confident. You confident in that victory? <laughs> I see. <laughs> you're like. I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that because I know I'm going to round two, motherfucker. And do you know what?
1: Dex and and Mrs. Sunshine. They get married in the end of the movie as a final big Episode 4 Star Wars like celebration scene. Fuck it. Call it
0: cut. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Because, no, here's the thing, I've, because I've seen the JonTron video on Food Fight, and I thought I knew Food Fight, and then you were like, also, by the way, mech suit, and that's when I went, fuck, I've lost, because, if you want to make us something more buck wild, add a mech suit, there's a random person, like, someone randomly gets a mech suit, at the fucking end of BS vs. the Gods. I wanted to make our book more back wild. How did I do it? I added a mech suit. Not only that, but this is a person
1: from the real world basically entering the toy world to Toy Story and being controlled by a toy in the toy world.
0: I fucking hate you. I hate you. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. I gotta come back now. You got like a 3-1 lead now. Fuck Oh shit. I, how many how many yeah. of these
1: battles have we had?
0: We've had four battles and you've won three of them unless hold on. I think we know where Gaster sits, given the fact that we just caused him to have a mental fucking breakdown in the yeah. chat. But Gaster, which one is more Buckwild, Food Fight, or Good Burger? And while Gaster gives us his final answer, Blake, what did you learn this week?
1: I learned that mech suits make anything possible.
0: Okay. <laughs> Fair point. And I learned that this is going to be the best BSL of our lives. 69 days, baby! My oh, boy. Man. Oh, God. I think we broke Gaster as well. He just went, I. I. I think, like, as much as I
1: love Good Burger, I forgot. How- oh buck wild food fight was yeah.
0: and what's worst is i know the backstory to food fight like i remember seeing food fight on oh, yeah. wikipedia before it came out and being like oh i can't wait for this to come out this sounds really good and then i'm like wait it says it was supposed to come out in like 2003 so now you got some backstory you can get into good burger i can only be like yeah there was a yo kids raps or whatever beforehand it'd be great yeah, Gastrosol has, uh, affirmed it with, fucking food twat! <laughs> yep.
1: Okay. I'm so sorry. I really, honestly, like, it had been so long since I'd seen or heard of this movie. Yeah. But I was listening to the the house um, review this movie. Yeah. And I forgot just how fuck. And, honestly, I have left off a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Alright, so, Blake... Where can they find you on the internet?
1: You can find me in the Marketropolis. <laughs> you can also find me at Blake A Tanner on Twitter. You can find me at the Darkroom Vidya. That's D A R K R O O M V I D Y A. Darkroom Vidya on YouTube. Me and my buddies B J, Josh, and Michael, we do stuff on there from time to time. And you can also find me here every week. On a and, load of BS.
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T C Y E M O. I got, oh yeah, by the way, the day we went out in that giant sweater, I tweeted it to Polygon. I got retweeted by Polygon, and I currently have like 160 likes on it. So, fuck yes, awesome. So check that out on my Twitter sweet. account. Like it up. It was just too sweet. Um, make sure to check out all my books on Amazon. I've written three books right now. I'm working on my fourth. I've got Queezlecorp, Corp Risen, BS vs. the Gods, which if you like all the bullshit, me and Blake just spouted out. Essentially, I took that and put it into book form. Because I wanted to write a scene. This is legit. I don't think I've ever... I think I've said it before. The only reason I wrote this book is because I wanted a scene where Blake was riding a dragon, firing a minigun off the top of it while I fought people with a flaming sword on the top of a unicorn. And I found a way to make that work in a novel. <laughs> and it is, and that is BS vs. the Gods. Wait, make sure to pick it up. You found
1: a way to make it work?
0: Oh, that's right. It's totally not written by us. It's a book that was... Definitely not written by us. It was written by Bartleby Jones, which is totally not a fake name. <laughs> we should have done another. We should have done a different last name so his initials would have been BS. That would have been good. Uh, also, Bartleby sure Jones out, Stevens. Yeah, make sure to check out this and all the other amazing BS Network products online at a load of pure BS There's this one. There's Fight Boys, our pro wrestling podcast. Opposite Attractions, the show where I'm building my own theme park. And of course, make sure to check us out on Twitch if you're watching already. Thank you. Uh, We do streams every Thursday of a load of BS. Every Wednesday, we stream Opposite Attractions live. And I try to stream video games every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, usually depending on our schedule. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to pick up all your favorite BS merch at merch.alotofpurebs.com. Make sure to donate to the Patreon. And, as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at alotofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.alotofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon. Find us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitch. And remember, you can find Blake and I on Twitter at alotofpurebs, except no substitutes. And we will see you next week!